Hi there. Welcome to Reclaim You, a podcast published by the Reclaim Therapy team. Join us as we share stories, tools, and insights on how to reclaim you in the wake of trauma, disordered eating, and body shame. Grab your coffee, tea, or your favorite snack and get cozy because we're about to dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Reclaim You. Emily and I are here getting ready for 2024. Happy almost new year. Yeah, you too. Hi, everybody. So we're talking about resolutions today, New Year's resolutions. Some people love them, some people hate them. Coming up a lot. What do you think about New Year's resolutions? I don't love them. (laughs) Obviously, I know that's different for everybody. Like, I shouldn't say I don't. I'm like anti-resolutions. Like, I think they're okay for some people. It's okay to set some goals. I think it's just the the hype that we hear around New Year's resolutions typically is what I don't love because it's very much like let's totally transform your life kind of a conversation. And I don't always think that that's super realistic or, or helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like overhaul your life, of course, overhaul your body, overhaul all of the things without yeah. attention to all of the nuance that is why you are functioning in the way in which you are functioning in the here now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was looking at stats and it says researchers say that only 9% of people make resolutions and complete them. And wow. 23% of people quit their resolution by the end of the first week. Oh, and yeah. 40, 43% quit by the end of January. I, uh, yep. I believe it. Mm-hmm. I believe it. What was that first one? 9%? Yep. 9% of Americans, this is, and I have to, this was from 2023, February 2nd, 2023. Um, 9% of Americans that make resolutions complete them. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is lower than I thought. That is, that is a pretty low stat. <laughs> yes, it's a very low stat. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I believe it. Oh yeah, totally. For sure. For sure. Like it's, it's not like you were saying, I think we, we get caught up in the, in the narrative and it's very much like, let's make these big changes like new year, new me, it's going to be the best year ever. And we're not, like you were saying, we're not paying attention to let's explore, you know, why I, I am living the way that I'm living or, or kind of getting in touch more deeply with, with some of these motivators mm-hmm. and then they're not realistic. They make us feel bad. And then like, oh, of course we're going to quit. Right. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you talk more about those m- motivators? Let's get into some of the like nitty gritty mm-hmm. around it. So I think a lot of the time there is, these motivators of, and it's hard because it's normally, a, you know, it's the end of the year. Like we're looking back at the year. We're kind of looking at all the things. I think, unfortunately, like we look at a lot of the things that didn't go well or a lot of the things that didn't feel good. So I, I think a lot of the time it does come from this protective place of like, if I change these things, I'm going to have a great year and I'm not going to feel disappointed. I'm not going to feel bad. I'm not going to feel sad. Like we, we want to avoid these kind of things. And the narrative is very much like, well, if you change these things, like you're going to feel great, mm-hmm. but that's not true. Right. Right. Cause we're not getting in touch with the deeper, the deeper meaning. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, it's all the like external stuff, right? So if someone wanted to set a resolution or a goal, well, we'll stay with resolution. If someone wanted to say set a resolution because it's New Year's, right? Let's walk through that process. Like what might be helpful in mm-hmm. setting a New Year's resolution this year? So a couple of things come to mind. I think really paying attention to again, going back to those motivations, like what are the motivators? Is this a want or is this a should? Like, because if this is a, I should be doing this, but I don't actually want to do this. Should we set this as a goal? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Do we want to set this as a goal? Is this going to actually serve anything or is this just going to make us feel bad, like not fit into our lives, kind of feed into to some of these negative beliefs? Because I think a lot of times that that does when it's coming from this like should pressured place. So I think first step is to just get in touch with what are my motivations? And, and if it's more of a want, like, okay, how can we make this goal actually achievable? So I think about like, I know like movement is a big resolution for a lot of people. And sometimes they can go to this like really extreme, like I'm going to move, you know, like every day for an hour or whatever it may be. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's a lot. Like we are that's like, a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And a lot of times, you know, things are going to come up like schedule wise, you're not going to feel good or like whatever it may be. And, and things are going to get in the way of that. And then we're going to feel disappointed. And then we're going to quit and feel like a failure. When in reality, it, it just wasn't necessarily realistic. So Let's mm-hmm. let's bring it back. If the resolution is I want to move more, how can we make that, you know, as as small and as kind of doable as possible? Yeah. The doability and the sustainability feels so important, right? Like is an hour of moving your body actually gonna fit into your life mm-hmm. forever? Probably not. Just realistically for most people, probably not. How can you do something that like gets you in there, gets you into your body? that you feel fills you up enough or two days a week or one day a week or whatever it is. Yeah. I think even sometimes staying away from those very concrete, like I'm going to do this for this amount of time, or I'm going to do this like this many days a week. I think that that's where it can kind of get into that area of like, you know, we've got a whole year, like we don't necessarily know what's going to come up. So I think as as much as we can, like staying away from some of those more, you have to do this X amount of times Mm -hmm. is is ultimately the most helpful. Yeah. I'm just thinking about like the numbers game too, right? Those concrete, rigid need to X, Y, Z, this number of times for this many minutes and how in recovery from eating disorders and disordered eating, Staying away from that rigidity just feels so supportive to lean into where your energy is. And, and like you said earlier, getting to know the internal stuff that's coming up that's leading you to want to, to engage in different behaviors. How does this align with what I, what I want for myself? Or is this something that's coming from this very like pressured kind of shameful place? I think that can go with like therapy too. Because in the world of the internet and Instagram and TikTok, I'm not on TikTok, but I'm imagining this is popular on TikTok, this like idea of being healed, right? Like I'm going to like get down and do it and get healed this year. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, that feels like a lot of pressure. (laughs) That feels Mm -hmm. like a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe it's stepping outside of that like end result or that 
and place and realizing life is this nuanced process that goes and goes and goes and goes. Maybe there isn't a recovered destination or a healed destination, but by engaging in the process, you're, you're making small baby steps that are actually maintainable. Yeah. I think that's something that comes up in a lot of different places and something I talk with clients about a lot, like this idea that to be healed, we can't experience bad body image days or anxiety or thoughts about food. Like, and if you do experience these things, it means that you're not healed or it means that you like took a step back or your back is square one or like whatever the, the thought process may be. And I, I do think it's so important to recognize like that is going to happen. We're humans. Like we live in a world that is stressful and is obsessed with a lot of these things. So like, of course it's going to come up. And I I think that the healing is more so how we're able to respond to it. It's not getting rid of those things. It's being able to respond to them in ways that feel better. Yeah, definitely. That idea of resiliency, of growing, growing resiliency and acknowledging how you have been resilient in your life. And then what about people who hate resolutions? (laughs) What then? (laughs) It can be kind of like a womp womp, like, I don't care. It's a new year, whatever. It's fine. Other side of the spectrum. I think that's totally fine. I Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times in that case, it's just really, really acknowledging like this pressure is is put on me by society and it doesn't have to mean anything. Like Mm -hmm. whether I want to do it or not, like especially if I don't want to do it, it doesn't have to mean anything bad about me. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to mean that I'm like not motivated or don't have goals or like whatever the thought may be that comes in. It's just another year. Mm -hmm. If we look at it, like it's just another day, it doesn't have to mean anything. So I think for, for those folks that don't want to set resolutions, like just really getting comfortable with like, I get it. Like I get the messages. I get where this is coming from, but like that it's a way for, you know, I I think that it's something that's sold by a lot of times Mm -hmm. diet culture, like for them, like, it, it's not a problem with me that I, mm-hmm. I don't want to do these things. Yeah. Diet culture and beauty culture and wellness culture. Lately, I've had like so many ads on my Facebook feed. I must've Googled something about skincare. Mm-hmm. Like it's all skincare. And so I click on the ads cause I'm curious, like, Oh, how much does this cost? And it's so expensive. And everyone's like, Oh, like you won't look so tired. Right, which is my thing. I'm like, I look so tired all the time because I am tired most of the time because I have toddlers, you know? And so it's just, and then it gets you, right? It, it has you like, oh, start your new year with a new routine or, you know, buy this thing and whatever. It's so easy to get like pulled into it. And then if you're curious, like me actually clicking on the ads to see how much these things cost or reading reviews or whatever, it's just all you see all the time. So it takes a lot of effort to, to not. But it's okay to not. We don't have to set yeah. resolutions if that doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's okay to work less hard, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that's a resolution I like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Slow down. Yeah. What was that sticker I gave you guys the other night? We had our team holiday dinner and I found these stickers and it had a turtle, something about slowness. Now I can't remember. Do you remember what it's like? I have it on my desk. It says it's okay to go slow with a little yeah. snail. A snail. Yeah, it wasn't a turtle, it was a snail. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. 
What a beautiful 2024 mantra, right? It's okay to go slow. It's okay to work less hard. We work a lot. We're just bombarded by things 24-7, I think. And, and just to add on to that isn't, isn't feasible, I think, for most yeah. people. Absolutely. You know, in all of this, there's no right or wrong, like most things that we talk about, right? There's no right or wrong. I think it's coming back to honoring you and what you feel like you need. A lot of people love to just reflect over the year and, you know, celebrate wins. Well, hopefully celebrate wins and look at where things maybe didn't go the way they wanted to. And, you know, if you can do that in a way that's just so compassionate and open and honoring of how you survived the year for the most part, you know, like more power to you without the pressure to have something perfectly set in stone, which could then end in you know, self-criticism and shame and all of the things for not achieving whatever it is. Yeah. No, not, no right or wrong. I think even leaning into that, there's not going to be a perfect year or like a year that, you know, everything is great and nothing went wrong. Like that's, that's life. Like the good yeah. and the bad coexist and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leaning into that can be helpful too. Yeah. The allowance for both, like holding one in each hand, the good and the bad the, I don't know, the what the fuck just happened, right? Like all of the things. Okay. So permission to not set resolutions and permission, of course, to set a resolution or a goal or an intention. I know some of my clients have like a word for the year, which I think is kind of cool or a mantra Mm -hmm. or something. And then if you do so, those like small tangible pieces that, you know, like these baby steps, baby steps Mm -hmm. of something that hopefully brings you closer to what you need internally, not what you think you need externally. I even think it can be helpful. Like if resolution feels like a loaded word, let's think of another word. Like, is this a goal? Is this an intention? Like, is there something that feels a little less pressured than this is my resolution for the new year? Or can I just be like, this is a goal that I want for myself moving Mm -hmm. forward. Like Mm -hmm. even rephrasing it can, can take some of the pressure away. I like the idea of an intention of just like something to anchor into or root into with intention. Yeah. That can just be really grounding. Well, what are your plans for new year's Eve this year? Anything fun? Hmm. Honestly, not sure yet. Maybe seeing some friends or, you know, going out and hitting up some, some restaurants or Mm -hmm. something during the day. But I always kind of like to be home by, you know, not too late and just kind of watch the the ball drop and just kind of get cozy. Yeah, that sounds lovely. That sounds lovely. Maybe I'll make it to midnight this year. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I'm like, I don't really want to sacrifice sleep. We'll see. Older I get, New Year's Eve has really lost its its luster. Uh-huh. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Like, let's stay home. Let's stay comfortable. Like, maybe watch the ball drop. Maybe not. See where the energy is. Yeah. I mean, it's always entertaining. I feel like the the people they get on those New Year's Eve shows are just yeah. funny. It is yeah. funny. Well, I hope you have a wonderful start to your new year. Thanks. You too. Thanks. Thanks. Happy 2024. Yeah. 2024. Can't believe it. I know. All right, everybody. We will be back in 2024. 
with lots more episodes, lots more guests coming on to talk about different aspects of recovery from eating disorders and trauma and all of that. So we're looking forward to to another year on the podcast. Super exciting. All right, everybody take good care and happy new year. Yeah. Happy new year, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Reclaim You. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe and check us out on YouTube at Reclaim You. If you're looking to start therapy for trauma, disordered eating, or body image concerns, head over to our website at www.reclaimtherapy.org to learn more about us and our work. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, take good care of yourself. Mm -hmm.